What's up, guys? Welcome to the Father Figure Fitness Podcast. We are produced at Rockwall Recording Studio right here in Rockwall, Texas. www.rockwallrecordingstudio.com for more details. Check it out. It's a cool-ass place. Ooh, Mike. Discuss the different lengths of our socks because I think we got a... Uh, I can't wear anything more than this because you can see it I through don't my know. Shirt. What does it matter? I didn't uh, know you were a ballerina. I wish I was a ballerina. That doesn't, like... Dude. Your shoes don't pull the hair on the top of your feet? No. Huh? I just, uh-huh. the physics on your socks are weird. Like, that's such a big ankle hole. Hey, maybe, I mean, you know, last week we talked about how Evan doesn't trim his toenails. Yeah. yeah. This week he has a hole in his sock where his toenail is so sharp it's poked through. I Dude, really hope. Look at them. Those, look, look, those are beautiful, aren't they? Those are the longest toes I've ever seen. Dude, you have nice feet. I wish Brock was here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Like a little webbed toe between swimmer. two and three. I'm good. S1. Did you see that, Chase? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you also have attached lobes. And I hate them. No. <laughs> I really do. I wasn't going for you. You're sensitive about them biceps. The too, connective so. tissue on your body is tight. <laughs> like everywhere. How are your fingers? Did you web fingered? Oh, uh, no. No. No, he's not a platypus. Yeah, oh. dude. I, don't, oh, I didn't say take your socks off. That was weird now. <laughs> Talk about being vulnerable. But I see, I wear the high ankle socks because I got the high ankle shoes. And so I need something to protect. Nathan's going just with the medium here. So, you know. These are no-shows. He's got extra no-shows. No those are not no-shows. This those are, those are ankle socks. No, those are ankle socks. This is right. a no-show right. sock. You've got extra no-show socks. You don't... You have, like, little, like... I don't even know what you describe yours as. Ballerina socks. That's what I'm going to call them. Yeah, They're called, um... Ballerina socks. No. Okay, fine. Oh, fuck. Dancer socks? Prancer? That's Evan's loafer new nickname, Prancer. Prancer. Like loaf, lo- loafer socks? Loafer? Okay. They do kind of look like, like loafers. Yeah. Loafer with a W, though. What is, what, what is your... <laughs> that's good. <laughs> what is your reasoning for wearing those? Uh, you try to Because tell. they were in my sock bin. No, but you say... <laughs> you wear them every yeah. day. <laughs> because that's what my wife buys and I steal socks. But why do you want them so low? <laughs> I don't care. I just put socks on. No, that's not true. <laughs> you no never one wears those, wear those without intention. Everybody wears those. Not with... I've never with worn the, those. You wear Vans, Chucks. So you wear them those so you, you don't want the, the socks hey showing. Hey no. are, oh, I don't mind it. I don't need to be like, oh, I'm not. I'm naked in my shoes. I just feel just like it, I just don't like the look of that's, socks. That's why you wear thongs, though. It's showing through my shoes. What do you mean? You wear thongs so nobody sees your painting line. Oh, that's true. It's the same. It's a thong. That's for our I thought you were talking about flip flops. I, like, I do not wear socks with my flip flops. <laughs> I don't know, man. I really don't have an answer for you. I just. I don't, I don't, I don't well, know. next week have an answer. Okay. I'm coming back for them. Okay. I want. I want to know what them little, uh, them little tots are doing over there. So, um, fitness. Yeah, I'm trying to fit in Evan's socks on his feet. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, it is. Now, man, today we're just gonna tell some stories about our clients and some of our experiences training, and you get to know us a little bit better. We all uh, have different relationships with our clients and how we like interact with them. It's kind of funny on the floor. I mean, we have a similar vibe, but I'm a little more wild with my clients. Evan, you'll catch him over there just talking. We'll both be crying in the corner. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) dude, he gets emotional. Nathan, they'll be talking about some serious stuff over there. It's very hush hush. I don't talk about. I mean, it's about his clients. Yeah, it's funny, right? The client. I just listen. You feel like certain clients, like I've lost clients to you that love you now. Like they didn't like training with me, but they like training with you. Um, the one you just trained right before less. Oh. Then just different vibe, like just really loves you for whatever stupid reason. I trained a husband and wife 
I lost him to you. And she said, the reason that he likes you is the one reason I never want to train with him. Hmm. Just how, like, just... I don't know who you're talking about. He's talking about Kim. No, I know. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about the Morrisons. Oh. Like, she was just like, I just, like, he's so... I'm more of a cheerleader. Yeah, and she's like, I don't want a cheerleader. I just want somebody to talk to. Yeah. That's a big thing with your training clients. Like, you have to mesh personality. I'm not a cheerleader. I'm not a... No, for sure. It's just like, well, you gonna... Yeah, you're very much here's the exercise to do it, and then let's talk well, about something Well, as a trainer else. too, you kind of have to adapt to that yeah, client's sure. personality. But no, they've some, all adapted to mine. Some people do do, do <laughs> that's true. Better I mean, off with others. Yeah, but it's funny how it changes the like in not the intensity of the workouts and stuff. But well, like Jeremy did my class this morning. Yeah, he partnered up with Jared, and he you know silence please. <laughs> but he good job, man. And after the workout, I'm like, I, he's been coming up here for two years. I've never told him good job. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it works for some people. Some people, like, need, like, they know they suck. Like, they're like, I'm up here because I know I'm a piece of crap. And then when you're honest with them about that, they're like, thank you. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, in the back of my head, I know I am, and I need you to be honest with me. Other people always beat themselves up and need someone to be like, no, you're better than this. And so it's just different vibes. Yesterday we worked out. You kept telling me, you got this. And I was like, well, I never questioned if I did. I, I was questioning if you did. And when I said those things to you, honestly, I was, I was like, like, I don't know why you're telling me that. Was, I'm going to do it. There was a question mark at the end of that sentence. I was like, <laughs> you, you got this? You got this? <laughs> but it's fun. I mean, it makes the, each session different too. Like, even when we're all interacting with each other, the personalities of our clients changes. It's a carousel all day. We're all the same. <laughs> so we interact with each other the same, and our clients either get involved or they're totally like... I, I bet you there's a lot of gyms out there where the trainers never interact with each other. And I would I think hope that's, not. Dude, I, I would almost guarantee you in those big box gyms. Yeah. Those, because you have to understand, too, they're not... They're, they're like car salesmen. Yeah. Whoever not, makes the first contact. Exactly. It's, if I can make contact with you when your trainer's not around... It's can, very different. Yeah, like we're we don't mind handling like like trial sessions and stuff, but we'll definitely off like if I don't need it, or even if I sometimes even if I need it, it works better within their schedule. Like that one you're doing tomorrow, yeah, yeah it definitely even, needs to be passed on because he needs it more than any of us do. Yeah, it would but, be nice for one of us to take it on because it'd be a good. With your your seniority, I guess you need to do the trial session. You need to sell the guy and then off offset it. it to yeah. Agreed. So I think it's just, and then and maybe the personalities mesh. It's hard sometimes though when you do a trial session and they're like, I like you. You're like, well, okay, well. <laughs> thank you, but. Thank you, but I think, and that's why I think you really have to like cut the cord early. Like do not rush, string them on for a week or two and then try to offsuit them because they're going to get comfortable with you and then it's like a weird transition. That's why it's, well, it's all about selling the gym, not you. Yeah, so that's why it's your job as the trial session to be like, anybody here can do what I just did right. for you. I'm going to let them know, yeah. Yeah. Like what I saw and what you need to work on. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I asked him his limitations earlier, and he said I've got a torn and a lost awesome. reception with him. So if something's torn. I don't know what. <laughs> no way. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Fun. <laughs> That's Can't amazing. Wait. I cannot. He walks in. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> well, I guess he won't walk in if he's in a wheelchair. But you know what I mean. Walks in carrying a wheelchair. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> That'd be exciting. Oh, man. What was your uh, favorite mo movement today that you did with a client? Anybody do anything spectacular for you? Hmm. Um, <laughs> not really. I mean, well, we do. I, I pretty much only used kettlebells today. Yeah, you go through those days? 
Yep. Today was my hinging and pressing for most clients. Most clients today. So deadlifts and chest pressing. Nothing fancy today. I like I like two different splits right now. I have like a three day clients. I'm on like a push pull legs, and then my two day clients. I'm on like a lower push upper pull upper push lower pull. I said it backwards or same. You got it. You're good. Cool. Sometimes I say the same one twice. Less did that sled squat pull squat row. Yeah, I call it a clean. I guess it's like a. It's essentially a clean. Nope. I call it a squat to row. Yeah, it's a pull, but you have to use your legs. Sled pull. I don't know. What the way do you, the hand, you call it? The way the hands finish. I call it a sled. He like he liked that personally because we never done it before. I like the sled clean. I like call it a clean because it feels like a clean. It's a. Mm. It's the same form as a row machine. It's a vertical. Start the drive with your legs and finish it with your arms. Reminds me of a cable squat. Man, that sounds just like a clean. Yeah, but you're pulling your elbows you're by your side. To you're not your cleaning it to your. Pulling right here. Yeah, but. What makes it clean? Backtrack. What? Why is it called a clean? Because you're cleaning it to the position. Like, but what does that? What does that mean? <laughs> what is a clean? Uh, Seriously. Why is it called a snatch? No, because you snatch it up there. Why is it called clean? But I thought snatching is like grabbing it out of the air. We have so many questions. So we know nothing about fitness. <laughs> we should look at. We should, okay, we'll look at. Well, that. just like why naming things. Yeah, where did the names come from? A like squat deadlift makes sense. Yeah, it's a dead, dead weight. You're lifting it. It'll kill you. Perfect. <laughs> Squat. Bench press. You're laying on a bench and you press it. Yeah. I know we uh, labeled in the... <laughs> what was it when you were looking up one day? You're like, where's bench press? I can't find the video. I was like, oh, it's a barbell chest press. And you're like, who the yeah. hell calls it We need it to that? talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we actually... Your you're verbiage not, is crazy. You're not allowed to do true coach anymore. I just say it like what it is. Y'all are like... Pick the name that the universe has given it. Like what? What's another one? Okay. I had with the list. He's like, no, they're all on there. They're all named something very different. <laughs> the fa- phase two, he had me finish up, and I was like, I kept going to him. He's training Kim, and I was like, where's this? And he's like, I don't know. I was like, they're they're there. Just look. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, well, we'll get together and we'll come up with a common denominator name. The fitness industry's done that for us. Yeah, but things are called different. Like when you have variations, like a half kneeling overhead press. Like, but I would call that, like, it depends. Are you dumbbell? So half kneeling, single arm, dumbbell press, you know? What would you well, call that? That makes sense. What would you call that? You just did it. Okay, so that's how I name shit. Just sometimes we name it differently, I guess. Hmm. We'll fix you, don't worry. We'll fix you. Okay, back to story time. I'm not broken. <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> back to story time. Story time. Okay, fair enough. Let me think. Today, I did. I got punched today by a client. That was fun. And did we weren't. Even, no, we were not doing any punching. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you just miss? I had one of my clients talking to Carrie about nutrition, and basically the whole time Carrie was talking to her, I was like, "Yeah, you suck at that." And so I got punched. So that was fun. Make I, sure you do. Ginger. Oh, Ginger I mean, was talking. I, to Carrie. I, I just knew. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always playful, but it yeah. actually kind of hurt. Well, hurt. They had a question. She kept saying her doctor told her to eat less. So today, I was like, well, I, you know, last time we, we talked, you told me that your doctor told you to eat less. What did you tell your doctor you were eating? She's like, I didn't tell her. She just told the doctor that I told her to eat more. She's like, well, actually, as you age, you need to eat less. And I was like, but that's bad advice because there's no baseline. Okay. I would get if I told you to eat 2,000 calories. Your doctor, said, your doctor said, like, no, you need to be eating 1,500. Then we could have a discussion. But when you're just saying eat less, it's like there's no barometer to say, well, what there was no like metric. So I'm like, as a doctor, you should give metrics. Is this her PCP? Like her? Yeah, yeah. No, so, her, her lady doctor. Okay, so, well, the thing is, well, don't what a women quote now. me on this. Okay, but most of the time, the, the I'm doctors, not quoting they, they, you, they, but you are getting recorded. They have no <laughs> nutrition background whatsoever, though, in the medical. Most 
for sure. In the medical world, Dude, don't yeah, have any nutrition to, background. Talk to Margaret Dude. about that. She says they're all yeah, idiots. exactly. Yeah, I learned so some good stuff today about. That. I don't think you should take advice from your general doctor on nutrition so, unless they have a background in it. <clears throat> well, Jesse, Jesse has a story. Then. Well, I will in a minute, but well, this it's a rabbit hole. It's like real world shit. Um, <sighs> I know, we'll get another hold in a second. But, like, that's what I asked. I was like, you know, yesterday I didn't ask good questions. I realized as a trainer, I was like, all right, well, if your doctor says that, they have a medical degree, take their advice, but just take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, all right, what did you tell her you were eating? Like, did you walk in and be like, hey, I had 1,800 calories on average last week? She's like, oh, no, I just told her I was eating more. I was like, oh, what was more? And she's like, I had two two Atiyah's meals yesterday and a bag of Sour Patch Kids. I was like, so you might have hit 1,200 calories. So she's not, still not Maybe cut the Sour Patch Kids. Well, and I was like, you probably had 1,200 calories, including beverages. I don't know what you had. Maybe 1,500 if you really, like, all your snacking was real bad. You might have hit 1,500. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's probably where you need to be about if you're trying to lose weight. But you probably sh- aren't getting quality calories that way. So you really probably need 1,500 better calories. And one more Tia meal would probably get you to where you want to be. You need three of those for, a day. For those of you that don't know, That's Tia <laughs> has a meal prep service. <laughs> yeah, Simply Honest Meals. But like, she needs like three of those a day would be fine for a woman, probably. Three Simply Honest Meals. Well, they're three to 400 calories. It depends. But it depends on what you need, right? But I mean, if you're losing weight, if you're losing weight, like if you're in a weight loss phase, you can be at a pretty significant calorie deficit. As long as your goal isn't to maintain that level of eating. You got to, once you hit the number... You got to level it back out. On Tuesday, I told Jimmy Dale that for on Monday, I had two pounds of beef and two salmon fillets. And he said, yeah, but that's not normal. It's not. It's not. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's not normal. Yeah. I've lost three pounds of fat in the last week. It's good. It's just not normal. It's not normal. Yeah. He's so not wrong. Let's talk about that. If it fits your macros. Talking about Sour Patch Kids and quality calories. What do y'all think about that? If it fits your macros. Sour Patch Kids should never fit your macros. I mean, but you know, you know what I'm saying. You'd be right? hitting, hitting your carbs. So hitting your carbs, yeah. fats, proteins of the day. Processed sugar is never in because your macros. Because I don't believe in the if it fits your macros. No, absolutely not. Now, if it's a, I haven't had this in six months and I want to treat myself, absolutely go for it. But if it's a, every Tuesday and Thursday I have a bag of Sour Patch Kids, why? I think as like. Stop eating like a <clears> child. <throat> we're like, as much as we're training coaches, because that's what we are. We're, we train exercises. And this podcast tries to tackle more than that. We're trying to tackle like lifestyle things, right? So that's a lifestyle thing. So if your quality of life is enhanced by having the Sour Patch Kids and it's not making a negative effect like the next day, like we talk about with alcohol and stuff, or the next week or whatever, and you're not having them every day and now you have inflammation and stuff, then have them. Who cares? But if it's causing negative effects on you, don't have them because they taste good in that moment. That's my stance on it. Really. I think if, the, if, if the, your macros really worked, you see a lot more people out in the gym that are just completely yoked, shredded, and yeah. whatever. Because the, the the quality of the calories you're eating is drastically different, and that plays a huge role mm-hmm. in your composition. Yeah. Right? Oh, for sure. Like, if all yeah, if you're, like, at a 300-carb diet, and all 300 of those carbs are coming from Sour Patch Kids, you're not doing well. Right. But if you're going to have a bag of Sour Patch Kids once a week... Or yeah, like, that, I'm not whatever. saying you shouldn't have what you want. I'm just uh, yeah, but I don't think it should be used as a tool to fit into your macros. No. Well, I don't think. Uh, I mean, even on a step further back from that is like calories in, calories out. It's like if that's your mindset on weight loss, yes, you will. There is truth to lose that. weight, and but that it, might be a great starting place for someone. If you like tell somebody who's literally has no idea about nutrition, and you're like, well, here's what you need to do: only eat these foods specifically. Make sure all your macros are quality macros. Like they're gonna fail. That's too much to pivot to. So, like, that's why the starting place for most nutritionists is, like, let's get your calories under control. And then we can adjust what those calories are made of. Mm -hmm. I think for us, we're so in the sauce. Sometimes it's like, well, 
were lost in the sauce. Yeah, fucking lost in it, dude. Like swimming through some barbecue. So I saw uh, a news article with the doctor talking about all these people that are taking Ozempic for weight loss. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about that. What is Ozempic? Talk to me about it. It's for diabetes. Okay, is it like just a... It controls your blood sugar. It's a shot you take. A shot, okay. It it, it controls your blood sugar to where you don't have the, the want to eat and it kind of basically cuts out craving. So is it like an insulin reducer or a, I wouldn't call it an insulin he reducer. He said okay. that I don't know, but for everybody they take into their program for weight loss, they do a DECA scan and they want people losing 75% fat, 25% muscle. Like as a ratio, like every yeah, 3 I, pounds that's of fat. probably about right. Though. The Olympic I mean. was uh 66% muscle and oh, 33% fat. Shit. So people are getting smaller and fatter. Hmm. They're creating, so they're losing they're creating skinny fat people. They're losing weight technically, but not right. the right. Places. And we just watched that with a couple that comes to our gym doing the Optavia. They're just melting away, but their body fat percentage got worse or stayed the same, I think. Mm-hmm. But they both lost a Which, lot of muscle. What's the other one that was brought up yesterday too? Ozempic and something else. They're the same thing. It's, uh, uh, okay, so same idea. Because I tried it. It starts with an S. Yeah, I don't know. I, I need to. Same know. thing, just different brand names. Gotcha. So yeah. that they were that was that question was brought up to me about another set of clients. A couple has lost a lot of weight in a short time. Like, are they doing that? So I pried a little bit and I didn't get an answer. But yeah, I even kind of phrased it like, "Hey, so like when you went to your doctor, they were just like." Eat better and you lose this weight. And you did that and that was it. Like they didn't, they weren't like trying to push out medication because we get a lot of people trying to push medication. Like, no, it was it. So that was the answer I got. I don't know though, because they lost a lot of weight in a short time, like six, 60, 70 pounds. It's possible when you're six when you're at a certain level though, because they sure. were yep. at a certain level and they completely yeah. stopped everything. We were gonna and that's was more power quick. to them. So it just but that question was raised because you see that a lot nowadays. Someone makes drastic weight loss, you're going, you're doing something. Yeah, you're, but how? Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, if it makes but you like happy, you, whatever. The skinny but. fat problem with that is it's hard to build muscle back up. Well, especially when these people we're talking about are in their 60s. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're, sarcop- you're basically <laughs> exasperating sarcopenia. That's yep. not good. Nope. Man, yeah. That's, so let's th- talk about your rabbit hole. Because <laughs> I can't <laughs> let it go now. I want to know. Uh, so I was just talking to a client who works in infectious disease and has their entire life. And, and so. They do trial sessions on medication for infectious disease. Don't name okay. drop. Don't look. Was around. it your last client? Yes. Okay. And so okay, because <laughs> I'm like, man, we can't be talking. I'm about like this. running through the list of I people. I don't want no it. one to get assassinated. Uh, so just talking about like the COVID vaccine mm-hmm. and how it was just complete BS. Like you, you sparked that conversation with your conversation about how it is no longer credited in the United States. It is no longer um, registered, uh, licensed, or whatever. It, what's the word? Uh, I can't. I can't remember the specific word. Like basically licensed or what did I say it. It's no longer um, allowed to be used in the U.S. It something never like was. that. But I also have something to say. Oh. Um, my someone in my family. Not going to give names yet. But um, someone in my family took the vaccine, lost fifty percent of his left side of his muscle on his bicep and his chest. Three months after, the, or I don't know if I don't know how long it was after. We I haven't heard of that before. Uh, yeah, he's vaccine wounded, like for sure. He yeah. can't he can't do kettlebell clings or anything like that on his left side anymore. Complete, and that's the side he got it on. Dang man, weird. So, so that was the thing. It was like it was never ever. Um, the, are you talking about the, like the FDA approval? 
Yes, but even more than that, like the basically the original approval was for an, another brand that was never even it was they got approval to get it licensed, but they never actually got it licensed. So so they forced it on everybody. It was never actually approved, and it never went through any trials like the other ones. And then she went even further, and she says, "I don't believe in any of them because I've seen how they're made and all the actual tests and studies that they go through, mm-hmm. and none of them, all of the vaccines are bad." This one though didn't even go through that stuff, wow. and she's like, and I don't even believe in those. And I'm in the, she's like, I've been in the industry twenty years. I've worked alongside all these drug companies wow. for years, and she's like, in no way would I do that to myself or kids. Wow. Um, the and it was infectious like, disease doctor, yeah, that used to work out at the gym, told us that um, the chickenpox vaccine was in trial for thirty six years. Mm-hmm. Took another eleven to get FDA approval, and it was yeah. less than a year that the COVID vaccine got approved. No, it's, it's crazy. So, like, the whole she, – she was just like – it's just – she quit her job over it. Like, literally, really? they, they tried to force her to take it. And, they're like, wow. and she's like, no, bye. Well, and then you were training someone. Her job offered her $1,000 to take the vaccine, and she went and did it. And it was like, now they're they're forcing you to go back to work by just get oh, – here's 1000 bucks. Yeah, and just, like, the the series of steps, it's like, why? Like, what, what was the purpose? Like, to force everyone to get that, shut us all down. Was it like the, what was the goal? And what was it just to prove we can control you? Was it to do things behind our back while we were all at home? Like whatever it was, but like the actual, as far as like the research behind that vaccine, like yeah, it causes a lot of injury. There's no studies that are substantial about it, the the approval of it and like the constant (coughs) boosters, the constant. Well, the conspiracy is that this is the trial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the metal inside of it, like the, it's full of metal. It's money, and like, at the same time, the yeah, for sure, definitely money. I think it's um, it's a money grab slash. Let's see if we can convince people to literally inject themselves with something I, they don't know anything about. I think it's population control. Perhaps people are going to be sterile. Myocarditis. I mean, that was a huge factor with it. Like, there's just a lot of factors. So it was just interesting to hear from somebody. I think the myocarditis was an accident. It's like let's make people sterile, and then people start having heart problems and muscle problems, and it's like oh shit. Yeah, man, and I mean, you can go down like you can get on the whole conspiracy theory of like it's putting metal in people's bodies, so now five G can control their thoughts by rewiring the chemistry of their brain. Like I've seen conspiracy there probably theories probably is a little all bit of truth all the all way things, out though, to man. all yeah, and it's like, but the narrative's so far away from that all the time. It's like let's worry about a war going on in another country, which you know there's, you got to be conscious of those things, but it shouldn't. Like I think the way our media is, it makes it dominate your brain. Like I'm so like over the trans conversation, whether however you feel about it. Why is that dominating everybody's brain all day? Like, that should not be the main factor. Like, it should be a part of your thinking. Like, yeah, I need to have an idea about that and know what to do when I encounter it. But we don't encounter it on a daily basis, yet it's constantly at the front of our brain because of what we're seeing on social media and media. And it's just, it's all like, they why? They want division between yeah, the country. It's all like, it is. Whatever your stance on it. Like, I'm not going to, I don't want to, I mean, we can talk about that. I don't care. But the fact that it dominates our brain so much and it's such a small percentage of what matters on a daily basis. And I think that's this constant cycle of the news. As soon as it loses interest, let's bring another thing up that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, and like I told you earlier, I had a conversation with a client of mine. He's gay. Mm-hmm. And we started, got, again, we got a rabbit hole last night about stuff. And we were talking about this whole topic. And I asked him a question. I said, so what... He, he started talking about how he he's gay, but when he walks in a room, he doesn't want people to know he's gay. He wants to kind of just be like everyone else, right? So I asked my question. I said, "So what? What do you think makes you different versus the person that goes in the room? And that's their all. That's their personalities. I'm gay." And he said, "The way I look at it is like my sexuality is 
a very, very small fraction of who I am as a person. Absolutely. And I was like, well, like, oh, yeah, I, okay. I, was like, I never thought of it like that for whatever reason. Because like, I talked to you guys. It's like, yeah, I don't think about y'all being straight, right? Like, that's a very, very small well, fraction. I don't think you should be thinking about me in bed. Oh, well, I do. Because but... that makes you guys <laughs> kind of gay. <laughs> but but mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, No, for sure. Like, the f- it shouldn't be your identifying factor. Right. Like, oh, yeah, they're gay. Yeah. Like, that's the you're, first thing you say about them, you're right? You're Evan because you're Evan, not because you're married to a woman. Right. But the whole movement makes the identity that, like, I'm gay and that's who I am. It's like, no, that's a, that's your sexual, it's a very that's small a sexual preference. Yeah. Fraction so, of who you are. Same thing for like minorities and we stuff. Have, like they're identified by their race. It's like, that's just a fraction of who they are. That just happens to be how they're born, but that's their identifying take, factor. Yeah. Um, your client's husband is my client. And he, <laughs> I asked him about the, like just projection of their, you know, the flamboyant and all that. And he, he said, if I'm a man attracted to men, why would I be attracted to, to a man that acts like a woman. Very good point. Yeah, and I mean, again, I can't understand obviously because I'm not that, but that like we have a, a gay brother-in-law, me and Jesse do, and mm-hmm. he's a totally normal person. Like it's not just like I'm screaming it out from the rooftops. It's just that's just Jack. Yeah, and, like it's it just the way it's handled. Like as far as like that's your identifying factor now, and I get it's a unique. It's unique because it is like anytime something is the minority, it's unique. Like but versus the majority. Jack is unique because he's who he is, not because he's gay. 100%. He's always been just, he's got his own right. uniqueness to him, just like you do and you do and I do. Well, like we get, la- I mean, everyone gets labeled in a certain way. That's more extreme. Like it's more popular now, but we're the, ju- oh yeah, you're the trainer. You know, it's like, that's what you do. That's not who you are. Well, but so he's about to graduate and get his teaching certificate. He's not going to be like, oh, that's the gay teacher. It's just like, that's the band teacher that, you know. Right. It and how it's have him. to be that way. And I think it's all turned into like, now it's like you're negative. It's like with a political party, right? Now, because I affiliate with that thing, I'm now demonized or associated with every negative thing that comes with anybody who's associated with that thing, right? Like if you're a Republican, now you're this conservative racist who wants everyone to go to hell and hates Muslims and blacks and Jews and whatever. It's like, God, no, I just, you know, this is how I like to vote mm-hmm. on certain issues and vice versa. If you're liberal, well, you want everyone to be gay and you want our kids to get sex changes and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, whoa, no, I just, you know, this is how I feel politically about issues. And it's like this, you always get crammed into these boxes and our society does that. And I hate that. That's like one of the biggest things I hate. All people are different people. Yeah. You're checking a red or a blue box. Yeah. And, and most people, I bet if you talk to 90% of people, they wish there were more boxes. Because they don't want to be in that red or that blue mm-hmm. box. They're like, yeah. I lean this way because the I other like, side's wild. I feel know? like most people are <clears throat> kind of right in the middle. You can definitely be a little more right, a little more left, but most people are kind of hovering right in the middle. There's a few radicals but the, right the media left. only talks about the 10% on right. either side of the right. spectrum. And we talked about that, I think, a couple of weeks ago. So it was just, it's, it's wild, man. It's, it's crazy, freaking man. wild. But anyway, like you talk about identifiers and the conversations that you end up having. It's always the media kind of controls the narrative of what we talk about, you know? Or if I watch sports, you know, we talk about what happened last night. That's kind of like the game last night. It's just the news has now dominated it where it's like the issue yesterday. Right. Side note, NFL draft is tomorrow. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see where... Uh, what what pick is Denver? I've never watched They. The draft. That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys. Uh, I think they traded for it, so I don't know. Oh yeah, they did. They, they gave got, it to Seattle. I think. And, yeah, and Seattle's got like the fourth pick. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they have a first round. Do they? 
I don't think so. I think they gave it up for Russell Wilson. I think they did. You're right. Because there's only 31 picks in the first Wait, round. they got Russell Wilson back? Well, they no, traded Seattle this last year. traded the Broncos Russell for their Wilson. pick. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't pay attention. I don't and care. then the Broncos suck so bad. Seattle's got like the fourth pick. Yeah. I'll watch the And they're games, probably going to get a quarterback. <laughs> I don't care. It's fun. It's exciting. It's all the potential. You know? It'll be cool to see where the Rockwall kid goes. Yeah, Jackson Smith. Yeah. Didn't know there was a Rockwall kid. He played from for Ohio Heath. State. And yeah. Oh, he's yeah, Rockwall. Yeah, okay, He's Rockwall. Oh, I thought he was. You oh, say, you're right. You're right. I watched him play. We watched his, him play when we went to that game. Yeah, so I'll, it's, it'd be cool to see where he goes. His older brother went to the Yankees. He like, plays for the Yankees. He for plays the, for the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. No, he plays now. He plays for. I forget. I don't know. I haven't kept Padres. I think. Yeah. I could be. I could be totally wrong. I, it's I, went, to, I went to Pirates with him. But. I don't know. Something. I don't know. Something. Yeah. I wish their family was more athletic. You know, I feel bad. They did a whole story on this family. <laughs> Yeah. Coming up for the draft, his yeah. dad played linebacker at Stephen F. Austin, and they did this whole montage of them working out before school and after school two a day. It was really cool. That's cool. Yeah. He's a stud, man. I mean, I watched him play at Ohio State. He had a bad season this last season because he was hurt a lot. But, but uh, the but, year before, he was great. But what makes Jackson unique? He's not just a football player. <laughs> You're right. He's also a uh, I know nothing son. about him. That's all I know about him. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. Well, shit. Maybe we should just label people based on their quality. <laughs> yeah. I think that's exactly what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so if that's the case, shh, don't you want the thing people to label you on to be something you work hard at and want to control? Like, he probably doesn't mind being labeled a football player because he busts his ass to be a football player. He's proud of it. And he's proud of his results. It's not my fault that I like men if you're gay, but, but that's your labeling factor. It's like, that's just what I preference. But can't y'all admire all the hard work I've done and other factors? You know, like when you're like, I'm proud to be a father. That took work. I mean, part of the work was fun. Just be real. It did not but, take much work at all. <laughs> but being a father takes work. Yeah, doing <laughs> the job. Like, How does this keep happening? <laughs> He's like, shit. I don't know. You've invested five minutes total into those kids' creation. <laughs> Four. Four. Uh, <laughs> one apiece, baby. <laughs> That's awesome. I was giving you a minute 15 per. <laughs> a couple extra pumps in there, baby. Uh, oh, guys. Well, I think we tackled some big issues today. Nothing favorite than fitness related, but... Yeah, um, life's not all about fitness. No, it's not. That's a good end note. Let's go get some sour patch kids. Life yeah. is not all about fitness. It should be. Fitness is a tool. Percentage to of your life, yeah. or a percentage of your whatever day, day, one percent of your day, and or, it should not be your life though. It's something to it's make a, your life better. It's a yeah. It's a life enhancer. It's not the goal. Right. It is a tool. We're a bunch of tools. A bunch of tools. Thanks for tuning in today to the Father Figure Fitness Podcast. For more info about our producer, Chase, and the owner of Rockwell Recording Studio, visit www.cha5e.me. Visit www.rockwallrecordingstudio.com for more details. The best place to reach us and ask questions is on our Father Figure Fitness page. It's on uh, Facebook. It's a private group, but we have a lot of dads in there that... Uh, we talk about all the things pertaining to your fitness. So uh, if you have any questions, find us there and ask them and we'll answer them on our podcast. Thanks, guys.